You wake up, get ready for work, fix a cup of coffee, or two or three, hop in your car, fight that traffic, drive those commuting miles, and start your busy day. Work all day? Of course. Then drive home. But you stay busy. Weekends too. Day after day. Year after year. How long do you have to keep doing this? When can you retire? Mike Stevens, founder and president of Capital Wealth Advisors, wants to start planning your retirement today. His goal is to prepare people for a great retirement. You worked hard for this moment. Let Mike and his team give you confidence to enjoy your future. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. Welcome to the program, friends. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens, founder and president of Capital Wealth Advisors. I'm your host, Spike Spangle, and the team at Capital Wealth Advisors understand that getting to retirement is totally different than getting through your retirement. So if you're wondering what your retirement might look like, how to retire, when to retire, or if you can retire, or maybe you're wondering about that investment strategy or income strategy, or are you concerned about paying too much in taxes? Or you're worried about Medicare or the market swings, those bulls and bears. Then, folks, you have tuned into the right program. Mike, are you excited to help your listening audience today? Oh, I always am. But I'll tell you what, this show is a big deal to me. Uh, many people that have listened to the show in the past remember that my dad, when he passed away, my mom came to me and said, we need help. I don't understand what to do. And I, if you recall, was going through school to be an orthopedic surgeon. So we're going to be talking all about financial health today and you know just going into or excuse me wanting to go into the healthcare industry I'm excited this is I got a, I got a few analogies for people and that's kind of been a tie to my past um, but we're gonna have some fun today so you went from physical health to financial health that's, yep yep that's what and they're you help people and with. they're both really important and they both tie together we're gonna have a good time all right so we know that there is a lot that's been going on in the markets we're concerned about our portfolio today you're also going to hear about Mike's process, what it means to him, and what it means to everyone at Capital Wealth Advisors and why we do things the way that we do. If you have any questions, though, during the program or during the week, just call and leave us a message. You can dial 801-210-5500. All right, Mike. So we know what it means to be physically healthy, just like you were talking about. We've got to eat right, exercise, drink water. I don't see anything about drinking at happy hour here. Okay. <laughs> just water. Yeah, yeah, just water, apparently. No, no, no I, I, doesn't happy hour, doesn't smiling make you feel better? And, and, and of course, getting your rest. But I do have to ask you, especially since you were talking about uh, being a, a, a doctor yourself, what does it mean to be financially healthy? According to uh, AARP, only 17% of adults age 50 and older are actually what we would call financially healthy. So this means that 83% of adults over the age of 50 are struggling with some mm -hmm. aspect of their financial lives. Why do you think, Mike, this causes so many people to fall behind when preparing for retirement? Well, the reason I think that is, uh, it could be summed up by the quote Benjamin Franklin said is, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. And I truly, really feel that we need to take that message to heart or really the lack of planning. That could be a really costly spike. So we always have to say, hey, we can't keep putting this off. We got to take care of ourselves just like we would physically take care of our bodies. And there are whole aspects of retirement planning that we shouldn't be delaying, that we can take advantage of right now. And if we need to make tweaks, if we need to you know, financially tune ourselves up a little bit, right now is the time to do it. All right. 
So I understand the, there there are some people who feel like if you go into a hospital or if you go into a doctor, you get yourself sick. <laughs> so <laughs> so they put off making that appointment. Financially speaking, why do you think people put off speaking with a financial advisor? Do you think it's fear? Do you think it's embarrassment? Do you think it's confusion or or not wanting to share the, the personal details of their own financial journey. Why do you think people put off speaking to somebody just like going to a doctor? I think all of the above. I mean, really, you're you're vulnerable at that point. You're exposing yourself. And uh, for some reason, as human beings, we tend to, you know, uh, tie our self-esteem uh, to our net worth, right? Like we're only great people if we have so much net worth. And that's not true at all. We are great individually in our own ways, but it's hard for people to expose themselves financially um, and say, hey, I'm, I'm ignorant with financial uh, topics. And, and honestly, that's not people's faults because the financial industry has really done a disservice making things overly complicated. We grew mm-hmm, up, we all went mm-hmm. to school, but in school, Spike, I don't know about you, and I've talked to many, many other people, no one really learns this kind of stuff in school. You learn certain things in school, but for some reason, financial topics are not really discussed. So you go through your life and you're trying to figure this stuff out or you get to a point where you say, oh my gosh, now I got to figure it out. And there is so much information and you don't know where to turn. Should this be the thing I do or should I do this way? And people get to a fork in the road and that causes analysis paralysis. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So really, yeah, there's all the above. It it is a scary thing. You don't want to feel dumb. Um, You know, Maybe you don't have uh, the finances that you hope that you'd be at. And that really doesn't matter. There's an old saying, the best time to plant a tree um, was 20 years ago. The second best time is is right now. So you just want to get started now. Okay. So if someone is retired and they're just, they're feeling okay, they're, they're paying their bills, they're, they're eating okay, should they still get a financial checkup, especially if they don't have a financial advisor? Uh, yeah. It's kind of like saying, should I go to the doctor? You know, the, I've been to the doctor. The doctor told me I'm healthy and... Uh, you know, saying, I never have to go to the doctor again because the doctor told me that I was healthy. That would be the same <laughs> mentality. Um, hey, he are... told me I was good seven years ago. I don't know why I got to go back. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, right, things change, right? In your physical health and sh- things change in your financial health. People get married, people get divorced. You have births in the family, deaths in the family. You get, you know, uh, uh, an inheritance. Like you got taxes, inflations, life changes. So yeah, you don't want to just be static and and never do it, constantly be monitoring something. There's only one retirement spike. There's, mm-hmm. no, there's no do-overs, okay? So you got to make sure you're doing it right. So folks, um, I know it's probably hard to conceptualize if you're doing okay on your own. So one thing we do is we have a few complimentary offers. If you go to retireutah.com, that's retireutah.com, we have a complimentary report for you. It's called the Checklist Challenge. And it's something that you can do to start answering questions to see if you are going to be prepared for your retirement. So again, you go put that into your web browser there, and then you click on the report there. You can download it. It is complimentary for our radio listeners. Can you tell me a little bit about the checklist challenge, Mike? Yeah, the checklist is basically going to go through all of the important things and kind of filter out the fluff that you don't really need to worry about. And that's going to give you kind of an understanding of where you stand But again, what you should always be doing is taking this information because, Spike, you hit the nail on the head when you said you go on WebMD, I do the exact same thing. And I think, oh my gosh, you know, I got this problem or I got a cold. 
but now I start looking at it like now I got a lung disease, right? So mm -hmm. you can do all of this due diligence work yourself, but you know, just like you were saying, if you got questions, come in and chat with us and sit down. We're going to help you out with that. Okay. So how does somebody know if they are financially healthy? Like I was saying before, you might be paying your bills. Uh, mm -hmm. You've got enough food, you know, you've got, you've got a little bit of room maybe to, to travel around and so forth. But is that the same thing as having the confidence of knowing that you've got a plan that's going to last all the way through your retirement? Yeah, because a portfolio is not a plan. And, you know, physically speaking, you might look at, at yourself and say, I'm totally healthy. But internally, there might be some things going on that you're not not sure about. So what I would say is that you always want to, whether it's from a, a medical perspective or a financial perspective, you need to seek out the advice of a professional. You don't want to self-diagnose yourself on WebMD, uh, you know, about your about your physical health, nor do you want to just go on some free online calculator um, and say, hey, no, no, the calculator tells me I'm going to be okay. You have to talk to a professional that is licensed, that has experiences, and you want to talk to, you know, for those nearing or in retirement, a retirement specialist. The same reason why if you would go to a, um, you know, your family doctor, your family doctor is very qualified, but they might say, you know what, we really need to have you see a specialist. Retirement is no different. A portfolio is not a plan. So you can't just go through life thinking, hey, I've got a really great portfolio and everything's going to work out hunky-dory. You have to talk to a retirement specialist who's successfully helped hundreds, if not thousands of people cross that line from their working years into their retirement years. And it is quite simple. But again, we've talked about this. I, I think the industry is overly confusing. It's overly complicated for folks. So to simplify it, you know, if you uh, are having problems, uh, you know, seeing while you're driving, uh, you're not going to go see a pediatrician. Uh, you're going to go mm -hmm. see, you know, somebody who can give you an eye exam and, and make sure they're an ophthalmologist, right? Yep. So there are so many different kinds of things. So you said that you are a retirement specialist or you, mm -hmm. you, you use retirement planning strategies. How is that different, though, in the landscape of financial planners? Not that what other people are doing are, are wrong. But there are different kinds of people in the industry. Can you just explain a little bit of the differences? Yeah, you bet. And it is very confusing. You know, our industry is all about alphabet soup with the acronyms. You got IRA, RIA, RMD, just all <laughs> these different things, which confuses people alone. But the other thing too, and it kind of does hit a bit of a nerve with me, is that people will call themselves financial advisors, but the term is very ambiguous. And a few years ago, the Department of Labor was going to try to make a push for, hey, if you are a financial advisor, you have to be a fiduciary. And I think that that's the big thing right there is that the person that you're working with, first and foremost, has to be a fiduciary. The other thing too is that, again, what do they specialize in? Are they specializing in accumulation or are they specializing in distribution? Spike, there are so many different facets and avenues but as you interview advisors or as you ask what advisor I'm currently working with, you got to find out these, these questions and that retirement checklist that you were talking about will help you figure those things out. Mm -hmm. So tell me just a tiny bit about the team. Is it, is it just you? Is it just you, you know, taking all of the phone calls and doing all the uh, financial strategy and filing all the paperwork and so forth? Or do you have a group around you? You know, I'm I'm the weak link here at the office, right? So I just kind of like walk around and, and just high five people. No, but like, you know, all jokingly aside, um, we have an amazing team. And when you come into the office, you're going to be greeted um, by the nicest people in the world. And I always say on these 
on these shows or whenever we do workshops, we only work with nice people. And the reason why is because we take relationships seriously. We're not about transactions. It's all about relationships. So our team at the office, we have a, a team that cares about the success of our clients. They're licensed, they're professionals through and through. Um, but you're going to have a great experience when you come and visit with us either way. If you would like to learn more about us, you can go to CapitalWealth.com. You are listening to Mike Stevens, founder and president of Capital Wealth Advisors. If you have any questions, though, please feel free to give us a call at 801-210-5500. You are listening to Retire Utah Radio. How can you know you'll be able to live the retirement you've always imagined? Mike Stevens at Capital Wealth Advisors can help you find out if you're still on the right track with his checklist challenge. Take it today at retireutah.com. That's retireutah.com. If you owed almost $28 trillion and you didn't have the money to pay it off, what would you need to do? Make a lot more money, right? Well, now America's debt is more than $28 trillion. And right now, taxes are at a historically low levels. It doesn't take a genius to realize taxes will probably go up. Now, think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are low or later when rates are much higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Mike Stevens and the team at Capital Wealth Advisors know what to look for. Mike can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 801-210-5500 to set up a visit with Mike Stevens and Capital Wealth Advisors. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now. 801-210-5500. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Are you worried about running out of money in retirement? Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors wants to guide you to and through retirement. Give him a call now at 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. Welcome back. You are listening to Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens, the founder and president of Capital Wealth Advisors. If you have any questions, give us a call, 801-210-5500. All right, Mike, I've got to ask you, we're we're talking about how retirement planning is very similar to to going and seeing the doctor. Not everybody wants to do it, but (laughs) we we should go in annually for our physical checkup, uh, especially if we're in retirement. And I do say the same thing you know, financially, but we want to avoid the things like, you know, that, that, that gag and the tongue depressor or getting knocked on your knees and, you know, all those little reflexes and the, those things, you know, you got to get on the treadmill. Sometimes you got to jog a little bit and so forth. We, we understand what all of that looks like. So can you tell me a little bit for somebody who might be listening to you for the first time, what would a financial checkup look like? Do we have to worry about, you know, putting on the gown and you taking a look and giving giving us a harsh look at what we've done with our finances our whole life? Yeah, you know that whole uh, tongue depressor and knock at the knees? That's that's the easy part of getting the checkup the <laughs> older you get. Um, <laughs> oh, that's but, very true. I think but, we all know what he's talking about. Yeah, I think you guys get what I'm saying. So, but here's the thing is that... Um, you know, stress testing your plan, that's you're really going into the doctor and they're just checking all of the signs to prevent any kind of, uh, you know, underlying conditions or anything like that. And, you know, we had a lady come into our office and her name was Denise, just an amazing person. And she came from one of our workshops and she was really concerned about retirement. She was about the age where 
Retirement was right there for her. And it was a scary thing. She came to one of our workshops. She met, you know, our, our office staff as she came in. And my staff is just trained just to put people at ease. So no, there's no putting on the paper gown and sitting on the cold table while you're waiting alone for the doctor to come in kind of thing. It's a very comfortable, relaxed situation. And what happened is, is Denise came in and she talked to an advisor in her office. And Spike, by the end of the conversation, when Denise left, I had our team just say, you know what? When Denise came in, you could see this anxiety. You could feel like the, the stress that she was feeling coming in, not knowing what to do. And it was so cool to see her walk out and just have that, that you know, aura basically change. She the, felt the happy. Yeah. Yeah, the, yes. Yeah. And she felt happy and she felt relieved. And, you know, it was pretty cool. In that meeting, she was told that she could retire. And I'll tell you, the weight that she felt was lifted off her shoulder. Um, you can't put a price on on what that feels like for a person that all those years, they've been thinking, do I have enough? What happens if the market goes sideways? You know, what happens if taxes go up? What happens with inflation or long-term care, or market volatility, et cetera? Denise walked out of the office feeling really good. Okay. I, I love the sunshine. I love the positivity. That's great. To be fair, though, I have to ask you about the flip side. Mm -hmm. What about when it isn't enough? When, when, when we don't have enough, when we need to work a little bit longer, what is that meeting like? Is that, can, can we find ways to turn that positive as well? Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. So the thing is, is that that's the whole point of coming in for a checkup, right? And you want someone that's, that's got the experience, someone that's got the license, got, you know, everything that you need as a retirement specialist. Spike, there are times that people can't retire and Rather than sit there and, and just make something up to try to appease someone, sometimes we got to have that hard conversation. But the thing is, is we do it in a very, very educational type of way. And we say, you know what? I can see that this is what your goals are. Our concerns would be maybe this might happen to you. And we would feel a lot better. And we sure know that you would too, to have total rock solid peace of mind. And here's how you win. And, you know, there, uh, we don't work with every single person that comes into the office. That wouldn't be realistic. We're, we're not a good fit for every single person. But if we're not a good fit, we still will take the time to educate people. And we'll mm -hmm. still give them, you know, here's how you can help win at the retirement game. You know, we had a guy just recently came into the office. He was a do-it-yourselfer. And that's not a bad thing at all. And he said, hey, you know what? I got to be transparent. I, I just want to do this myself, but I want to take advantage of that second opinion that's that's complimentary that you guys offer can i come in and do that so we sat down with him we found out hey here's a few things that you need to tweak and we said here's what you need to do and if you ever get to the point where you or your spouse want to come back in and sit down with us the door's open okay so we all know that we should be visiting with a doctor at least once a year how often should somebody be getting a financial checkup? Let's let's talk about let's say somebody's in there anywhere from their fifties to sixties. How often mm -hmm. should they be going in? And then what about let's say sixties to seventies? You, you've already hit that retirement. Yeah. Um, how often should we be talking to people, especially if we're going through life changing events? Well, and that's the thing is it all depends on the individual person. So you can't just say you should only go once a year or twice a year. Each person is different. You got different circumstances. And you really need for your individual circumstances, customized retirement planning. So for those people who are nearing retirement, it's not a bad thing to shop around. It's not a bad thing to ask as many questions as possible. Uh, we just had an individual the other day came in and they were still planning on working for two to three years. 
They had a 401k. They wanted to make sure that their risk tolerance in their 401k was okay. They were concerned about the market, maybe that it's you know gone up and up and up over the past 12 years. Um, and they just said, hey, you know what? I just want to start shopping around and I want to develop a relationship and I want to get education right now so that when that time comes that I feel comfortable uh, financially that I can retire and emotionally too. That's another big thing mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. people don't focus on enough is that you graduate from high school and probably many of us worked a part-time job in high school. So we, we kind of started working in our junior high years and you work all the way into your 50s and 60s and that's your identity. And then when you go into retirement spike, every day is like Saturday and you don't have, <laughs> you don't have that identity anymore. So you know, start now, get some good education, ask some questions, and then that way you won't feel so paralyzed to make a decision because you have to make a rash dis- decision just because you found out maybe your employer's downsizing or you're, you're let go early. The whole thing with this COVID pandemic that we've experienced you know, over the last year plus is that you know, the landscape is changing. You got to get some questions. You got to get ready. And it's really not that bad. So you just got to start now. Okay. You said to make sure that you get education, and that is exactly what you provide for people. Mm-hmm. You have a complimentary report. Will your money last as long as you do? All you need to do, folks, is go up into your web browser and type in retireutah.com. That's retireutah.com. Mike, explain a little bit more about the offer of the will your money last as long as you do. That's a, a customized, com, excuse me, not customized. That's a complimentary report is what I meant to say. But that complimentary report is going to basically walk you through the, I think, the concerns that retirees have. And the reason why mm-hmm. is because people are scared because our grandparents and parents, their number one concern was passing away too early. And now with science and technology, I mean, people are living longer and longer and longer these days. And if you go back and look at the social security program, for example, that's, you know, a little bit in trouble right now. But the whole thing is, is because social security was never designed to be a retirement plan, like a pension. It was, hey, you're going to work into your, you know, 60s. So you're about 62. And then from 62 to 66, you get some income and then, you know, you pass away, you know, maybe in your 70s or your late 60s. But People are living longer these days, so that that complimentary report that we have is going to walk a person through. It's going to answer the questions that they have to make sure that you, when you, you know, check that box off and you go into the retirement years, or even if you currently are into retirement, that your money is not going to run out of money and you're still living. That would be one of the scariest things a retiree would have to face. Well, I think we're all smart enough to know that there are different kinds of doctors that treat different kinds of things. It's a lot more confusing, though, when it comes to financial professionals. So how do we know what to look for when we're choosing a financial professional to work with? If I just type in financial advisor and then, you know, your Google search will say, you know, do you want your local area? How am I supposed to figure out which one to pick? Yeah. And that's the thing is not all advisors are the same spike. So really, thank you for bringing that up and not taking away from anything that anyone does. Um, But first and foremost, in my opinion, I think that you have to work with a fiduciary. And a fiduciary, that term gets tossed around quite a bit. What that means is it's you're working with someone who morally and legally and ethically have your best interests at heart. They're not trying to sell you a product to make a commission for you know a boat payment or something like that. It's you're getting advice because someone truly cares and understands about your situation. You know, the other thing about choosing a financial professional uh, who to work with is that you have to understand um, 
you know, what they do. So I talked about it at the beginning of the program here. There are advisors that do an amazing job with investment management, but their whole specialty is accumulation. When you go into retirement, you now need to have someone that specializes in not just the accumulation, but the distribution, right? You need Mm -hmm. a paycheck that's got to last for the rest of your life. So just knowing, hey, does this advisor specialize in accumulation? Does, Does this advisor specialize in distribution? Does this advisor only do life insurance products? Does this advisor do comprehensive wealth management? And that's what our firm does at Capital Wealth Advisors. We are uh, independent. We are not a franchise company. We are a fiduciary company. And uh, we also believe in relationships and not transactions. And I would say that that would be probably the most important thing is when you're choosing a financial advisor, you want someone that really listens and someone that Mm -hmm. really cares, not, hey, are we going to bring this person on because they can fog a mirror. When you go into retirement, I always say there are no do-overs. You have to have a relationship with that firm, and there has to be a trust there that they're looking out for your best interest, and there has to be a plan there. So there's a whole bunch of things, but really trust your gut. Go oh. in, ask the questions, and, and go from there. Okay. So you mentioned this a few minutes ago. I, I wanted to give you some space there, but second opinions. We do this with doctors all the time. We seem to have no problem. You know, we get some sort of diagnosis. We're like, I want somebody else to take a look at. I want to see if you're seeing the same thing on the x-ray. I think when it comes to the financial services world, people are just kind of assuming that the person sitting across from the desk from them, well, they must know better than me. How important is it to get a second opinion? Do you welcome it? Do you welcome it of your clients to go get a second Mm -hmm. opinion? I love it. Yes. And and here's the reason why. Um, I like to under-promise and over-deliver. That's why I sleep so peacefully at nighttime. So mm-hmm. when we're talking to clients, we really want them to, A, understand why we're making those recommendations as a fiduciary, um, but B, really, if people want to go and check in on the work that we're doing, I totally welcome that. And other advisors should have that same mentality too. So if you're sitting here listening and you're saying to yourself, gosh, I, I don't really know if my advisor is covering all of these aspects of retirement planning like they should, come in for a second opinion. We've, we're not in the business of breaking up healthy relationships. We've been very blessed as a firm, so we're selective about who we bring on as a client. And Spike, just to tell you a little bit about myself. So I used to race dirt bikes as a kid, okay? And, <laughs> I, and I need a picture of this. Okay, so racing dirt bikes as a kid is not really like the, uh, hey, if you just fall down, you just brush it off and, and get back up. You, you kind of hurt yourself. And uh, for anyone listening, I do not do that anymore. Once I got married and, and started having kids, I realized, hey, I, I really don't like being injured. It's not cool to get hurt anymore. But Spike, you know what? I had some pretty nasty wrecks uh, dirt biking. And there was one time that I, I literally did a number on myself <laughs> that required surgery. Um, actually, I've had four ACL surgeries on my left knee. But, but, you know, I had one doctor that just wanted to do something absolutely crazy. And myself personally, I'm like, uh, I better get a second opinion on that. You know, the same thing with retirement. There are no do-overs. You want to make sure that if you're doing something that A, it's the right thing to do and B, you know, because you've asked the questions and you feel confident about the advice that you've been giving. We love second opinions um, for our clients if they feel like they want to go out and ask. And also we welcome people to come in. Just be transparent and just say to any advisor, listen, I got an advisor I'm here to see if what you're uh, what you're recommending would be anything different than what I've gotten. 
or my current advisor. You're listening to Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors. Please give us a call for your complimentary analysis on your retirement, 801-210-5500. For more information on retirement planning and how to get started, go to retireutah.com. That's retireutah.com. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. You don't have to go it alone in retirement planning. Mike Stevens and his team at Capital Wealth Advisors want to help. Give them a call today, 801-210-5500. Once again, 801-210-5500. Welcome back to the program, friends. You are listening to Mike Stevens, founder of Capital Wealth Advisors. We're talking about our financial health and how to get your financial health checkup So I want to know a little bit more about the process. I think our listeners would like to know a little bit more about the process. Is this a 50? Have you ever gone into one of those doctor's offices where it feels like you you get somebody, they take their, your blood pressure, you know, they do the knee thing and stuff. And the doctor comes in and they seem like they're in so much of a hurry that they're really not hearing what you're worried about. They're not Mm -hmm. hearing your concerns. I don't like when I feel like, you know, I've I've spent bedside manners. Yeah. I've spent three weeks clearing out my schedule so I can go for this appointment and Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not bashing on doctors. I know everybody's busy. So (laughs) everybody's working hard and I I know, but just sometimes take your time. Listen to us. Can you talk to me what a financial checkup is like? If I, if somebody's going to come in, if they're going to reach out to you, if they're going to call us on the radio program here and they come in, is it going to be a 10, 15 minute, you know, in and out or what goes into that process for somebody? Yeah, so we've purposely designed the office to be a really relaxed uh, environment just because we know that money is a stressful thing for a lot of people. Kind of like mm-hmm. what you're saying, going into the doctor is stressful. You got that paper gown on, you're sitting on the cold metal <laughs> table, and you're waiting for the doctor to come in and hopefully give you good news, right? But when you come into our office, it's a really relaxed environment where we have um, you know, just very nice music playing. Um, we have the smell of fresh baked cookies because we do fresh baked cookies in the office. You know, every time a, a lady comes in, she gets, she gets a nice flower. We've purposely designed it this way, Spike, whether someone works with us or not, so that people can feel relaxed. Because when people feel relaxed, then they really start sharing information. So what a second opinion uh, looks like, or even just a financial checkup, it's all about asking questions and gathering facts. We've actually made it a rule that we will never talk business on any of our first meetings. So if anyone comes into the office, they don't have to bring in their purses or checkbooks. They don't have to feel like they're going to be sold something. Let's Mm. gather the information. And like you said, is that we want to ask the questions. We want to get to know you and see if there's anything that we can do to help out. And you can't give good advice without knowing all the facts. So I have a, a chiropractor that just did a adjustment on me. And it was, kind mm-hmm. of a, it was kind of a crazy adjustment. I didn't know that you could actually, this is wild, okay? I didn't know that you could adjust your skull. So apparently there are 22 bones in your skull. And this, uh, this doctor, okay, here's, it's going to get sounding a little weird for people, but- they, Don't forget, folks, this is a financial show. We'll come this back. Is a, but. This is a financial show and it will not be gruesome. But <laughs> you ha- And this is why it's important to seek out a trained medical professional <laughs> and, a, and a trained financial professional. They insert a balloon up your nose, Spike, and what they do is they pump this balloon up, and it's basically giving you an adjustment from the inside out. And the crazy, and the reason I actually did this is because I broke my nose, I have a deviated septum, and they adjusted me from inside without having to get surgery. 
And you know what? If you're suffering from a deviated septum, look into this. I am, and I can now breathe better. So I'm glad that I went in. Um, I don't think anyone <laughs> will ever hear this story on another financial program ever again. This is no. So, but but that's the thing is is we're real, right? But the we're, whole thing we're sharing it all. We are an open book, folks. But the thing is, is I did my due diligence. I read and I got a second opinion if this was a good thing or not. I talked to other financial professionals and they all said it's a good good thing. And it turned out really good. But here's the thing is that when, when a person comes in for a financial checkup, if you didn't ask questions to get to know the person and you were just focused on procedure only, that would be akin to medical mal malpractice. You know, like a doctor saying, mm -hmm. hey, um, yeah, you, you got a headache, go ahead and just take this... Uh, this ibuprofen and, and hopefully gets better when there could be an underlying symptom. So again, it's all about gathering the facts. It's all about understanding and then it's acting on those facts. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm absolutely certain you did not plan to crash and hurt your back or no. break your nose or any of that stuff. So the no. same thing can happen to our, our financial plan. You know, the mm -hmm. factors happen that are just outside of our control. And I think I think as we get older and starting to prepare for retirement, we're looking forward to that permanent vacation. But what we don't know is we've got that fear of the unknown. Everything yep. from market volatility, you know, yeah, we look back at COVID, you know, nobody saw something like that coming. No way. Severe markets. We already, we will talk about this and we'll talk about this in more shows. We're talking about things like inflation and increase in taxes down the road. And, you know, we, we feel that it's coming. How do you take into account the things that are out of our financial control? Yeah, again you have to you have to plan for all that stuff because everything if you think about it is out of our financial control. Um Mike Tyson is quoted with a with an awesome saying. He says everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face, right? That's when <laughs> that's when the wheels fall off, everything bad happens and you go what the heck just happened to me? And that's often what it's like um in in our lives, right? When you think that everything is going really good, oh gosh, what's what's waiting around the corner? So the whole thing about having the financial plan, and, and I keep emphasizing that a portfolio is not a plan. You have to have a plan that's stress-tested for inflation. You have to have a plan that's you know, stress-tested for taxes because we can't control inflation. We can't control taxes. Um, all of these outside factors like, hey, how long are you going to live? Or what happens if you or your spouse gets sick? There are, what happens if you have a child that moves back into the house and you're a nice parent and you decide you want to take care of them? There are a lot of factors that we don't foresee happening, but if you have a good plan that has contingencies built into it, I'm telling you, that is where people have so much peace of mind in their retirement years. Mm -hmm. So I'm really a big fan of financial education. As a matter of fact, we've purposely put these tools out for anyone in the public that they can go and do a financial checkup or will your money last as long as you will or you know just things like are you concerned about taxes if you go to our landing page you can get one of these resources or you can get them all it's a simple download and our hopes and goals are that we can make it a better retirement experience for our listener listening audiences these reports are complimentary just go to retireutah.com that's retireutah.com all right mike so according to fidelity they they just adjusted these numbers the average couple in retirement is now estimated to spend over $300,000 on yeah, their own a lot of money. out of pocket healthcare yep. expenses. Oh my gosh. I mean, we, we think that Medicare and everything is going to cover everything. This is mm -hmm. excluding long-term care. I'll ask mm -hmm. you more about that in a little bit. But we can't afford to overlook healthcare costs when we're planning for retirement. So 
we've got our 401k or we've got our pension or we've got one we're going to take our social security how do you take into account the unknowable amount that we're going to be spending on our health care through 20 or 30 years yeah geez that's really tricky and the reason is is because no one will really know if they will need long-term care or if they will get sick but you know what it's so important especially with the fact that people are living longer and longer these days you really most people that come in and sit down with us um, one of the reoccurring things that we hear is I never want to be a burden to my family. I don't want my family remembering me as, ah, we had to take care of grandma or we had to take care of grandpa. They always want the ability to have, you know, that that healthcare, um, like long-term care take care of them. But like you were just alluding to a second ago, things like Medicare, that doesn't cover everything. There's a lot of costs outside of that. So really what we do is you got to begin with the end in mind. And uh, really that's, planning for the contingencies. What if you get sick? I mean, the last thing you want is for your spouse to have to try to lift you out of the bathtub. That's not good for you. And it's really not good for them either. Mm -hmm. You know, there's things oh, that yeah. we can... No, yeah. I, I, my, my, dad, my dad's a big guy. He's like almost 6'3", oh. 200 something. I, like, I wouldn't be able to give him the kind of care that he needs. Do you know, and Fidelity also did a study a few years back, and they said too that most people that try to take care of a spouse that's, you know... Um, needing that health care uh, at some point in their life that if they're the caregiver that within a five-year period of time the the statistical likelihood of them actually needing someone to take care of them just because of the physical mm -hmm, and the mm -hmm. emotional and and the mental uh burden and strain that that puts on on the spouse it, i mean i don't remember what the percentage is but it is very very high so right yeah. and uh, but i do want to talk about the emotional factor since we brought mm -hmm. it up of course we want to care for our loved ones. Of course, we want to be there for them. But yep. as you said, we're living longer than we ever have. Yep. So trying to think of taking care of mom and dad or you know, brother or sister or somebody like that or your own spouse, of course, it is just a much longer time. And I don't know that we have the physical capabilities. I don't know we have the, the mental endurance to be taken care of someone else who really, really needs it. I mean, let's talk mm -hmm. about failed mental capacities. I'm sorry, oh. I know this financial show, we, we try no, to have hey, fun, that, but that's fine. we need to bring it up every now and then, right? It's real. It's real. We got to plan for it. Right. So, but there is a big difference. There's mm -hmm. a difference between healthcare costs yep. and there's a difference between long-term care. Mm -hmm. So healthcare, this kind of drives me crazy because we're paying for our Medicare probably from our social security, right? So this mm -hmm. is, so we're starting to deplete what we're making in the social security, but that doesn't help us out at all when it comes to long-term care. So I will ask you the question, folks, please do not turn your radio dial. I know this is a hot button word. I know this is a word that sometimes turns people off, but let me ask you about annuities or, or I don't know, I've, I've heard of long-term care hybrid policies. That's also kind of life insurance. Should I be trying to, what we call in our industry, self-insure? Do you use things like products? Is this a bad word to you? Or can you give me a little bit of color on using things like annuities when it comes to something specific like long-term care? Yeah, annuities, um, that word really does either turn people off or just say, hey, I, I actually really draw towards the idea of having like a guaranteed income stream. But a, a lot of, and here, let me answer it this way, okay? Right. Um, the industry uh, in, for annuities about 10, 15 years ago, they got a black eye, okay? And the reason why is because the products really weren't that great. And, uh, you know, after they got that black eye, and rightfully so, they deserved it, I think they smartened up a little bit. So they, they started doing things 
like hybrid products. And a lot of these annuities now could have things like a long-term care plan built into it, maybe for an extra cost or maybe at no additional cost. But here's the one thing that I think of when I hear the word annuity. I think of vehicle. And you you know, there's variable annuities, fixed index annuities, index annuities, and that alone confuses people, but it is a vehicle. There are some good and there are some not so okay. good. So you have to have the right product. And that's the problem with a lot of annuities is they get sold as a product and then the client doesn't know how that matters to them or if it was a good thing or not a good thing. So when I think of the word annuity, I think of, is this a, a vehicle that's going to help me get to where I want to go? So going back to what we were talking about, about the long-term care and healthcare, there are some products that these uh, hybrid type annuity products offer to people, but really, is it the right thing for you? You got to come in and you got to come and talk and let us gather facts and, and help mm -hmm. walk you through that. You're listening to Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors. We'll be back with more after this. But if you have any questions during the week, give us a call at 801-210-5500. Are you worried about running out of money in retirement? Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors wants to guide you to and through retirement. Give him a call now at 801-210-5500. That's 801 801-210 210-5500. If you could leave tens or possibly hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table, would you? That's the risk you take when you don't plan for Social Security. But with more than 2,700 Social Security rules and dozens of ways to file, it's a little complicated. So how confident are you that you'll get the most out of your Social Security benefits? Mike Stevens and the team at Capital Wealth Advisors can show you your options and help you determine the filing strategy best for you. Call them today at 801-210-5500. That's 801 210 5500 Get the social security benefit you've earned. This one decision could mean tens of thousands of dollars more for you in retirement. 801-210-5500. Mike Stevens and Capital Wealth Advisors. Call now. 801-210-5500. Firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. For more information on retirement planning and how to get started, go to retireutah.com. That's retireutah.com. Welcome back. You are listening to Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors, and we're talking everything about your retirement planning needs, although this is one of my favorite segments. This is called Timeless Advice, and there are so many different kinds of financial advice out there. Sometimes we got words of wisdom from our parents or from our coworkers. Sometimes these pieces of advice were, were pretty good. Sometimes they're, they're pretty terrible. Uh, sometimes they're, they're outdated, but uh, they're phrases that are just ingrained in our vernacular. I love using that word. And, uh, and I just wonder sometimes if these timeless pieces of advice have stood the test of time. Mike, I've got to ask you, do you have timeless pieces of financial advice that you remember from, from people who have told you as you were growing up? I did because my dad was just full of these analogies and isms and uh, stuff like that, that just really as a kid, I, I thought, oh my gosh, dad. But now that's stuff that I cherish, especially after losing my dad at the age of 49. Mm -hmm. I, I really do hold those pieces close to my heart. One of the biggest things that my dad always taught me is he said, Mike, it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep that counts. Oh, and yeah. the, 
Yeah, and, and you know, the reason why that's so important is because we have people that will come into the office and they'll say, hey, my advisor got us this rate of return. Can you guys do better? And here's the dirty secret in the industry. I can't control the stock market and neither can any advisor. That's the dirty secret, okay? But the whole thing about that is that there are things that we can control. We can control how much you pay in fees. Mm, yeah. You can put that money back into your pocket. I mean, Wall Street has some pretty nice buildings and the reason is is because that's built on the backs of the fees that people pay. And then when we talk about taxes, I mean, as advisors um, at our firm, we proactively have tax conversations with our clients and we're not a CPA firm, you know, so we don't give tax advice. We always encourage people to talk to their tax professional, but we drive the conversation. And at our office, we have something called a retirement tax map. And that shows people how, you know, they can maximize tax strategies. And again, they take that to their, their tax professional, um, but it's not how much you make. It's how much you keep the counts and fees and taxes have a really big impact on that. And, you know, my dad probably got uh, those isms and analogies from his dad. So I have a, a grandpa that came from Italy. His name is Bruno and <laughs> just, just the character. And my grandpa loved singing opera. Um, so he would always, you know, pull us on his knee um, as little kids and we'd have to sing him an opera song and he'd give us some money or chocolate, <laughs> but he would always leave us with a piece of advice. And the one thing that my grandpa was big on, Spike, was health. And the reason is, is because when my dad was eight years old, his mother went into the hospital. She got multiple sclerosis. Oh. And uh, my grandpa was just very dedicated to seeing, you know, his wife every single day and taking care of her and massaging her and just, uh, you know, just helping her out just as, you know, she was slowly passing away. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I remember that my grandpa would always reiterate to us is he says, if you don't have your health, you don't have your wealth. And that's the thing mm -hmm. about retirement is, hey, you know what? You can work and work and work and then, you know, drive yourself into an unhealthy situation all for money. But then that money is not going to last because you won't last. So again, my dad saying it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep the counts. And my grandpa saying it's, uh, it's, it's health mm -hmm. versus wealth, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. So let me, let me go back to your dad there for a moment. Mm -hmm. um, you, you talked about, you know, how much you keep. It's hard for, I think, the regular person. It's hard for myself, who's been in the industry, to really figure out what I am paying in fees mm -hmm. uh, as a financial advisor. How do you help people figure that out? And, you know, do some people think sometimes they're not paying any fees or they're paying yep. really low and then you can actually dig in? How and where do you do that? Is that confusing for regular folks out there? Yeah, you know, I really love shedding light on on just how bad Wall Street takes advantage of people. And if you think about like when you say invest in a mutual fund, for example, and you get that prospectus and it's six to 800 pages of onion thin paper that if you try to read past the second page, you go go to sleep, right? So if you have insomnia, go ahead and grab your, your prospectus or grab a neighbor's prospectus and, and start reading it. But the whole thing is, is you got all these fees that are hidden into things and people don't realize that. So when someone comes into the office and we do a complimentary review or second opinion, um, what we'll do is we'll say, here's how you can win the game by eliminating fees. We use something called Morningstar and Morningstar is third party. It's independent and objective and it gives us the whole picture and we call this our x-ray. So when you come into the office, we're able to scan your investments and then see exactly how much risk you have, or we can see how much in fees you're, you're paying. These are the kind of things that you need to know. Here's one thing, Spike. I, mm -hmm. uh, just on a personal level, 
I'm probably the worst person to go grocery shopping with because I always go to the grocery store when I am so hungry. Oh, and I do, uh, I right? do, you do too. Yep. Okay, so I'll go with my wife and then what will happen is, you know, my eyes are, are bigger than my stomach. So what I'll do is I'll start grabbing things off the shelf that I'm, you know, thinking this is going to be so good. And I put it in the cart, not really realizing how much that costs. And my wife, she'll just very nicely say, okay, cool. We're going to just take this out and put that back and we'll, we'll replace it with this. And the reason I'm giving you that analogy is because most people have things in their financial cart that they don't realize how much it costs. So just like if you were to push that cart up to the checkout, you know, the tellers, uh, <laughs> you know, the person checking yeah. you out at the well, grocery if, store. If you even have one now, now they're self-checking. Oh yeah, it's all self, right? But what happens if you scan that that milk or someone scans it for you and you come at, it's like $9. Are, are you going to be really happy with that? You got to kind of know what you're paying for things. Mm-hmm. Same thing goes with finances. You got to know how much things cost. All right. Well, you're listening to Mike Stevens of Capital Wealth Advisors. This is one of my favorite segments where we're talking about timeless pieces of advice. And I want to jump in with Ben Franklin. And I just want to know, especially for our younger folks out there, if this adage is still true. We all heard this growing up. A penny saved is a penny earned. Does that have anything today to do with our retirement? That phrase, a penny saved is a penny earned, what I would assume that Ben Franklin was referring there is you got to be cautious of the money that you have, and you also have to have savings. And I feel like this is a big downfall in America is that it's easier to spend than it is to save. And you can literally take credit cards and you can spend and spend and spend and try to keep up with the Joneses. And there's nothing wrong. I got to say this too. I always encourage people that if you've done a good job saving and you've you got your debt paid down and you're on track to hit your goals, there's nothing wrong with spending money. And that's a mentality that a lot of people have challenges with, Spike, because oh, when they, yeah. you know, when, when I sit down with them and they've been saving and saving and saving for 20, 30, 40 years, it's a difficult thing for people to just turn off and say, okay. It's okay to spend money now. But if you've gotten to that point where a penny saved is a penny earned, you've been cautious with your money and you have savings, as long as you have a clear plan, that's okay to spend money on yourself. Most people go into retirement and they go, great, and they spend and spend, and then something happens. It's almost like a, a trigger happens in mm -hmm. your life where they mm -hmm. go, I can't, I can't spend anymore because what happens if I run out of money? Or what happens if I get sick or someone else gets sick? So yeah, Ben Ben's a pretty uh, smart guy and a penny saved definitely is a penny earned. I, well, I've got another one from him that, because uh, this reminds me of your grandpa Bruno here a little bit. Yep. He, uh, he also said, Ben uh, Franklin said, wealth is not his that has it, but his that enjoys it. it. Also, as you were just saying, it's hard sometimes, I think, for people to spend what they've saved, especially in the beginning of retirement because they don't know how long their retirement's going to be. How do you help give them that nudge in the back to go ahead and enjoy themselves? Well, so do you remember we started talking just about, you know, we do not do any business on our first appointment. It's all a get to know you. It's a relaxed atmosphere. You come in and, and we gather the facts to understand who you are as a person and what you want to do. When we do this and we put together an income plan, we always give our clients what we call our dream binder. And dream is actually an acronym in our office. DREAM stands for Designing Retirement Experiences and Memories. I think that a lot of advisors don't want people to spend their money, not because they're worried that you know, you're going to run out of money. It's just because possibly you're taking money out of their assets under management, so they're getting paid less. 
And we really just take a different approach about it. We really believe that retirement, those years that you've scrimped and you've saved and you've worked hard, that you should now enjoy yourself and you should go out and make memories and you should be able to you know, do exactly mm -hmm. that. Just enjoy yourself. So you're right. Well, and, and Ben is right. Wealth is more than just money. And, and the thing is, is I always tell people money is a tool, okay? Because people, I, I don't like the phrase money is the root of all evil because that's not true at all. Money is really a tool and it's a magnifier. If you're a good person, Spike, and you have money, typically what's on your mind is, hey, how can I help people and how can mm -hmm. I bless people mm -hmm. right. and how can I make the world a better place? If you're a stingy person or a Scrooge, I'm telling you, money is not going to be the, the greatest thing for you in your life. So there's more to, to wealth than just money. It's who you are as a person and the things that you want to accomplish in your life. And I always try to encourage people to make the world a better place than before you got here. Absolutely. Well, one more quote that I want to do, I think, before we take off here today, Yogi Berra. Oh my gosh, this guy was a quote machine. Uh, and his yogiisms, I think there's actually a published book on his yogiisms. <laughs> But I, I always enjoy this one. A nickel ain't worth a dime anymore. I had to read that a couple of times the first time I saw that. But w what is he referring to here? And is this something that our retirees need to worry about? Well, what was what was Yogi really referring to when he made that comment? And someone heard that and said, wow, that's a really good saying. I need to write that down, right? Um, I would I would relate that to inflation. And we've been in a, in a low since the 90s. Um, Inflation has really been about 1.42% average. And, you know, many of us can remember 70s and 80s where inflation averaged about 10%. So inflation has been low for almost 30 years. And now we're starting to see inflation pick back up. And this is a real concern for a lot of people. So I would like to say from the financial perspective, um, Yogi was referring to inflation and you can't ignore that anymore for your retirement planning. You can't say, Hey, there's never going to be inflation. And, you know, the money that I got, you know, planned for that, that's going to be exactly what I need for the rest of my life. We have that tool on our website and not a tool, but it's a complimentary worksheet for you to go through. It's mm. called, will, will your money last mm -hmm. as long as you do spike? And, you know, people can go to our landing page and they can check that out. And I feel like that's going to help them out if they got com concerns with inflation. If you go to the landing page, retireutah.com, that's retireutah.com. You can click on that complimentary report. Will your money last as long as you do? Well, Mike, that's actually going to be all the time that we have for this week's program. Would oh, you like to sign off and say goodbye to everybody for the you know, week? Yeah, you know what? That went too fast here. I know, so I, know. I, I, I had a lot of fun. But really, hey, everyone, thank you for listening to today's program. We're going to be back with more retirement guidance next program. And Spike, really accumulating these assets that we're talking about, it's really only one step of the journey enjoying the retirement that you've dreamed of that's the goal so tune in next week you know for more retire utah radio with me mike stevens of capital wealth advisors and if you do have any questions about that financial journey that you're on give us a call 801-210-5500Capital Wealth Advisors is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investment and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Insurance services offered through CWA Insurance Services, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the 
financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Capital Wealth Advisors is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Capital Wealth Advisors. This radio show is a paid placement.